Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. Hey, Donaldson, you're already hauling ass. Save a horse, ride a cowboy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete's here. Hello, darling. Yes, all of you are here with me. Aren't I the luckiest guy in Podland? Now, <laughs> Rene Muhlenstein said last week that David Moyes was left all at sea by the scale of the Manchester United job. If you were at sea with someone from the world of football, who would you choose? Jim. Obviously, David Seaman. <laughs> oh. Because he'd be, yeah. he'd be good because his name is Siemens and that's how that works. Too obvious, and, uh, I think. He's, he's big as well. He's a big bloke, isn't he? So he'd be doing most of the heavy lifting because yeah. being at sea is probably quite hard. Yes. So can, I, can I get I clarification be... here? Are we do lost at sea or just at sea? Yes, oh, however you want to. However you want to. Okay. So particularly lost at sea. You know, he's a big bloke, safe pair of hands, yes. probably quite knowledgeable. He's, he's quite old now. He, uh-huh. I think he's got kids, so he just had, he'd have loads of dad knowledge that I would lack. And you, like, he'd know how to sort of tie a knot properly, even if he'd never learned it, just because he's a dad. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing you, you need if you're lost at sea. And if you were lost at sea, obviously he wouldn't be able to um, cut his hair, so he'd get yeah. the ponytail. And if, in, if, if the ship or whatever you were on sunk, you could just, like... Grab onto the ponytail. Would he, he tie his, his ponytail up with like a bit of seaweed or something? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Well, he can I mean, tie he can anything. He's a very adept individual. You just want to meet David Seaman. I would really like to meet yeah. David Seaman. <laughs> also, you can't get lobbed at sea unless <laughs> lobsters are involved. So that might create a problem for him. Maybe they'd snip his ponytail off. Yeah, that's, no, true. But, that's true. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd go with David Seaman. I like that very much. So, Jim, Luke, mm. Mark Fish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you two could be alongside myself and David yeah. Seaman, yeah. just swimming along. Is he, so well, is he well in a con- boat, presumably? And if we, if we were, is he well connected? <laughs> if we got like, if we got washed about seeing it, was me and Mark Fish. Every five minutes or so, I'd be going, "Ah, oh, it's funny, isn't it?" You're, and you go, "What?" And I go, "Your name's Mark Fish, and here we are." That's what I do. <laughs> or I'd occasionally go, potentially could change it up a bit and go for Kaiserslautern player and Canadian international striker Olivier Ocean. <laughs> yeah, OK. Because he knows his way about. I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. It'll that's do. How, that's how not. it's spelt. It'll do. Uh, so you're very much going for the idea that you and Mark Fish have been stranded at sea. And yeah. This, this situation has just suddenly arisen, arisen, arisen for yeah. a pair of you. Well, because Mark Fish, the way I see it is Mark Fish must have to at some point take a boat somewhere. Yeah, he must go like, on boat trips occasionally, and everyone goes, <laughs> Mark Fish, on the boat. On a also, boat, yeah. as well, I think the likelihood of uh, you getting stranded at sea with, with Mark Fish is greater than the likelihood of you and Mark Fish planning some sort of <laughs> yeah. sea-based trip I, together. I don't even know him. Exactly. It's much more I mean, likely to happen for a coincidence. Him? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Absolutely right. Correct, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I'll go with Mark Fish. It's mm. snappier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete. Well, I was going to go for like a proper welfare answer, but then I thought of. Well, Dan- why, why would you? You've never done that before. Danny Cataramari. Yeah. Um, but then I thought um, scurvy is obviously a big problem. And it's not just about vitamin C scurvy, it's about um, the lack of the ability to be able to absorb iron. So, <laughs> Rem, when do you mean before? Bit um, Javier Mascherano. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you mean before? But then he'd he... bite you, though, wouldn't he? He'd eat what? you, eventually. No, because I'm not made of iron. iron. No, he's good at absorbing iron. He tried to eat... Mashed for the iron at a time. Right. Yeah. But I thought you meant the iron in your blood. 
Danny Katamari. Not getting this straight away, Jim, is not your fault. Yeah, <laughs> this is Pete's fault. I'm glad you said all that, Jim, because I... Uh, so, um, I'm bringing in medical knowledge, and, you're, and, and you're you just did two puns on semen and fish. You're bringing medical speculation. How is that medical speculation? He absorbed iron. <laughs> He's not going to get scurvy. It's important. it's important on a long right, sea journey. Yeah. If we do have any doctors listening, please clarify which of us is There's correct. There's not going to be any educated <laughs> people listening to no. this, Jim, let's be honest. Let's be All honest. right, if anyone listening knows anyone like that. Yeah. If anyone listening knows anyone like get that, in touch with us. that hasn't uh, turned off since the Mark Fish pun, <laughs> <laughs> please do get in touch. Danny Catamarani. Yeah. <laughs> He's Calamari. What? <laughs> no, I was going for Catamaran. Oh, Catamaran. I think it's Calamari. Oh, Calamari will do. Yeah, okay. Either, either or. Yeah, I think I think I muffed it in the first place, and I just accepted the plaudits anyway. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mm. I, I'd go for Seamus Coleman. No, I wouldn't do. Um, I I thought um, I thought uh, if you were going to be stranded, I thought stranded as well for my own question, mm-hmm. and I thought you need someone like like Jim saying a, a, a man who looks as though he would be able to, to cope in such what, situations. Keno, Keno. Well, Roy Keane would He'd be a good you. answer. You, take a, you. you take a rough with a smooth. You're going to get a really shocking mood every month or so, but mm. otherwise it's going to be very useful. And you're eventually going to get eaten. You'll get, you'll get hunted. You'll be, you, yeah. he, he will pr- like prey on you. Yeah, exactly. He would wound you, uh, but not let you die for a bit. Because he'd want to keep you fresh. Yeah, he'd taunt you as he did it as well. Yeah. And he'd hide for, like, mm. days, mm. even in a very small boat. Yeah. He'd find ways. But then it's a terrible Barry idea, Marcus. Orn. No, no, no. no, no I, sorry? Who? Barry Orn. An or. <laughs> Could have had Neil or. The former Hibs player. Yeah. Or Bradley Orr. If I knew who that man was. <laughs> I could have done... I think Neil Orr was a former Hibs player. Um, sorry, Jim, what were you saying? The, the hunting. I, I actually never said Roy Keane. Someone else said Roy Keane. Yeah, but I said, well, that okay. would be a good idea. If he was going to hunt you, at least you could say, we're being hunted. Yeah, very, very but, strong. Um, I, I thought Olaf Melberg. Yeah, OK. <laughs> yeah. That's just basically... Like but he's only going on looks there. You don't know enough about him to know whether he's good or not. I think Olaf Melberg would be a capable man. <laughs> yeah. More so than Marcus. <laughs> Fair Dan- enough. Danny Shippo. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jim's got the points. Well done, Jim. Well, well done, Jim. Jim. Mm. Well done, Jim. But if you do well have done, any Jim. more puns, Pete, just chuck them out. Wave, out there. wave, dealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Let, let's not do what we usually do. The puns slow down, and we just, you know, just let, let the, you know, the, the, the blank space sort of ring out. Yeah. So let, let's just go straight to the show now. Yeah. And forget about the puns. All right. Okay. okay. Let's go straight okay. in. The tide's out. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the Premier League is uh, is still underway. They're not finished the season yet. Liverpool zero, Chelsea two. It's all over, Marcus. Bloody hellfire. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mourinho's so-called masterclass worked, but... Oh, Stephen Gerrard. I know. It's like, slips. It's, it's like he's... <laughs> the wrong kind of slips. Yeah. Yeah. Not the slips he was after. Single-handedly no. ruined his own fucking drink. Oh, <laughs> potentially. I couldn't... I... Oh, I was so gutted. It, reminded, yeah. it, reminded it was horrible. Me, it reminded me of the Simpsons episode where Lisa oh, Simpson yeah. tells... Ra- um, Ralph, Ralph Wiggum, Wiggum's Wiggum. son, what's his name? No, Ralph, Ralph Wiggum. Oh, Ralph Wiggum, yeah, it's yeah, Chief Wiggum's son, yeah. Ralph, that she doesn't want to go on a date with him on Valentine's Day. On and, telly. Yeah, and Bart yeah. says, oh, if you look very carefully, you can see the exact moment his heart breaks. Yeah. It was a bit like that. Mm. It was horrible viewing, wasn't it? Someone replaced the man's studs with marshmallows. Mm. <laughs> it's like it. the third time he's, he's like set up Chelsea for a victory against... It is very odd. I remember well. the back pass, the famous back yeah. pass. Yeah, that... I mean, it was funny... Chanting, he's done it again. Yeah, I know, which was... Well, you got Hanson, that yeah. is very funny. That is that is contributing to the theatre <laughs> and drama of the beautiful game. Indeed. I think it was the lack of control in the first instance that, uh, that, that caused problem. Absolutely problems. correct. Mm. It, was, it was strange because um, I knew we weren't going to get uh, the game that we got with Man City, yeah. where they no. just it was wide open and it was really entertaining. We knew what Mourinho was going to do, and... Of course, no one likes watching it because it's a little bit dull. And when, when a team is taking the ball into the corner in the first half, I mean, that mm. is poor. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with that amount of money spent on that team. And they're in the semi-final of the Champions League. Not a bad team. No. Uh, so that was a bit, <laughs> that was a bit upsetting. I it worked, though, didn't it? You, you cannot... You know, it wasn't a masterclass. That's that. what I was going to say. I was going to say, look, if, if, if you were gonna, if you were on the Liverpool side of the fence and you're going to say, well, Chelsea did this, this and this, then you're automatically admitting then that yeah. you had most of the ball mm. and yeah. you didn't score with it. So it's your own fault. And if, yeah. It, yeah, if it was nil-nil and they did just park the bus and they just played for a nil-nil, it was, they, they, they won by two goals. Exactly. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm not having that. <coughs> the reason, yeah, I, mean, I, thought, I thought it was Chelsea were fantastic defensively, but 
I think that there was too much of that. Oh, Mourinho's done what a masterclass, tactical yeah, masterclass. Yeah. I didn't think that was a tactical masterclass at all because, <clears> as as Luke said, people holding the ball in the corner and defenders a number of times as Chelsea defenders were booting the ball away to nobody. That's not a tactical not, masterclass. Not a tactical time wasting as well. Yeah, from, and, and from, even from Mourinho, but also, holding the ball. Yeah, absolutely in the sixth minute. But uh, but also. Um, his his win away to Manchester City was was more towards the, the so-called tactical masterclass, which is perhaps too strong a, a term. I mean, there's very few tactical masterclasses over the years. But well, his, um, his one for Inter against Barcelona was was uh, pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but but when they went away to City, they they did create some chances. They obviously scored a good goal as well. Whereas against Liverpool, it, they were gifted two goals. So a tactical mm. for me is not um, yes pouncing on the mistakes, but but other if I mean if Jared hadn't done that, it would have probably his piece had ended nil nil. The, the, pro- the problem is though is that if you talk about in quotes tactical masterclasses, then what you're implying by the word masterclass is that we learned something new. Like we, mm. he, yeah. He, 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 yeah, he thought massively outside the box and taught us something we'd never seen before. Of course, that wasn't the case. But if you take tactics, if you extrapolate the term tactics out to anything that goes on during a game mm. to help you win the game. And I think he was tactically right. I mean, I th- oh no, he was tactically right. Think, I'm just I saying think... that people have been, been a bit over and the they, top and they, praising and him. And they certainly did things which, which made it very difficult for Liverpool in a really obvious way. Like so, that when the wide forwards mm. came right back mm-hmm. and the, the defensive midfielders sat in front of the, mm. of the back four to the extent where they had pretty much at all times eight players for Liverpool to get through. Yeah, and um, and in their own box, indeed, and, and they stifled. And they didn't let they, every time the Liverpool, uh, you know, players had a play, they would go at them. You yeah, know? They, they, yeah. They, they wanted that ball back. That's right. But, but, but what what I was going to say just quickly, sorry, Jim, is is that against Atletico, I thought Atletico being really one dimensional here. And they're playing in Chelsea's hands and making it easier for them to defend. Which Liverpool did. Yeah, but then Liverpool did it as well. Mm-hmm. And you wonder whether it was a, yeah. if it can be a coincidence. Because one of the hallmarks of Mourinho's uh, interside, when you had um, Lucio and Samuel there, yeah. Samuel, they were very comfortable not far away from their own goal. And if you've got defenders who are very comfortable on the ball and can sit as deep as you've just said, Marcus, then it makes it so difficult for a team. And <clears throat> as I said, I'll go back to my first point, which is Liverpool had the lion's share of the ball. They didn't do anything with it, anywhere near enough with it, and they tried, started trying too hard, started getting a bit desperate, and completely lost their cal- like their call, and and it made it a lot easier for Chelsea in, as a result. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like basically, the blunting, uh, blunting of the game applied pressure, psychological pressure within it, yeah. which which was th- th- again, I mean, that's an incredible and quite obviously deliberate thing from Mourinho. So I also think his comments in the week about saying he was going to field a weakened team and then playing a few sort of you know. Uh, playing with Callas in his How first game. How good was Callas? Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic. Just did not look out of place at all, did he? Got straight in there. Um, and also there were a few younger players on the bench as well. I think that was clearly trying to make Liverpool think they were going to get an easy ride. Yeah, of course it was, yeah. But um, <coughs> to, to, to go on what, what Luke was saying as well, they're so comfortable deep. I mean, unlike any Sunday team that has ever existed, yeah. Chelsea <coughs> absolutely love it up them, don't they? <coughs> Yeah. I mean, they're really they they they're completely comfortable. In many ways, they're a better side like that. You see yeah. the games they've not won, the games they should have won that they haven't um, this season. By and large, I mean, you could argue that. I mean, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but the, at least the vast majority of games, big games that Mourinho's Chelsea have played this season, they've got a reasonable result. It's games against mm-hmm. um, Sunderland, like we saw recently, mm. and uh, one or two others, Palace, I think, as well. The only time the they've dropped expected points. expected to win. The only time they've dropped points off the, the, the you know, Arsenal, uh, Manchester City and uh, Liverpool was the, the nil-nil away to Arsenal. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've beaten Chelsea... Uh, Which Manchester they went City. for. They went for a nil-nil. They, yeah, they, they, mm. they've beaten City and uh, Liverpool home and away. They've taken 12 points there. It's a very odd one. They should have. They should Ma- be winning well, that, the league. Old Trafford mm. was at nil-nil. Well, I'm the top four. Oh, sorry, yeah, okay, fair don't enough. Don't live in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's unusual because if Liverpool don't win the league, then, you know, it's going to be City or Chelsea, probably City, you would think. And both of those, both of their campaigns, you'd look at them and think, okay, the silly games they lost, City had that form, like terrible patch of away form and stuff, and it would be quite an underwhelming win. Whereas if Liverpool do, they will have hugely exceeded expectations. It's, it's a type of football as well. It's a strange one. It's a type of football as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's, I, I, I agree with that. And, and one thing I wanted to say to you guys was the margins that are involved. If you look at the, yeah. the, the game that City went to Anfield and it was 3 2, the margin there. Which um, at the time we thought was going to stop City winning the title was that company mistake. That's Coutinho right. Coutinho pounced yeah, That's right. And the margin um, now that's probably going to see Man City potentially win it it's the slip. Like, is the Gerrard slip. And at the very top level, it's the margins are so fine. They really yeah. are so fine. I think something that, that's been uh, that I've certainly been reminded of this season is just how bloody 
difficult it is to win the league and what yeah. a monumental achievement that is because we've seen a number of great teams you know Ferguson's United sides and then and then City on the last day uh, and one thing and another I, I, I these are teams that you kind of expect but because Liverpool this whole kind of you know we go again take mm. every game every mm. game and you're 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 glued to the television or the results every weekend and you think oh my goodness four more games now now three more games you count it down you think Flipping heck, a league, a league campaign is such a flipping... Yeah. Well, and, so and if Liverpool do end up on missing out, they're going to miss out on goal difference. And yeah. It's not as if they yeah. didn't go to score as many flipping yeah. goals yeah. as they possibly The most romantic thing in the world would be if they smash everyone in their remaining games but and if, win it on goal difference. But the thing or is, lose it, it, it to that Willian goal. I was going to say to you that, that um, the intensity that game was played at as well yeah. seemed to... It was a very fiercely intense game. You could tell the atmosphere was huge. And it, it looked to me like it could be a bit stifling for the players. And for the first time, mm. from Liverpool's point of view, uh, the atmosphere seemed to make them just be so desperate for a win that maybe they lost their composure a little bit. I Do think. you know? I think I, I and I, I, I choose my sort of words carefully because the, the Liverpool fans have been brilliant all season, and uh, and Anfield's been such a fortress. But I, I was looking at the TV now. I wasn't at the game, so you know sometimes television doesn't uh, doesn't tell the full story. I was just saying to the guys I was watching with, it is so quiet there. Why are they not getting going? What? What? Yeah. Where's the urgency? Where, where's there is nothing going on here? And when every time a Liverpool player got the ball, because of the way Chelsea were playing, they would get the ball, put their foot on the ball, stop, and then look around. And Chelsea were like, well, "That's fine." Yeah. Yeah. We've all got you. Give us an extra second to everybody get in place. As they if just they, bombed back as if they weren't in, in place yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I thought, no, get a touch out your feet. And the only way, the only. Um, place the goal was going to come for me was a square ball inside to Gerald and a 25 yarder yeah. but every time Gerald got the like ball they didn't try that yeah he had yeah, a few they, chances they had he? a few efforts admittedly but the, every time Gerald got the ball his shoulders were sunk down i mean he he was so kind of uh, he was rattled by that mistake he, oh he really was and, and in fact i mean as you know Rodgers would never take Gerald off and i'm not saying that's what he should have done but you know, in 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 hindsight, if he if he had it done, you could have forgiven him because it was mm. because it was Jared. It was almost like the spell's broken. It's yeah. almost like if, you know, in a pack of wolves, you take out the alpha male and the rest of them don't really yeah. know what to do. Yeah, there right. was an element of that there. Did yeah. Suarez look a bit tired? Well, I thought he looked a bit knackered. He mean. just yeah, he he was completely nullified, wasn't mm. he? Um, well, he had his a record few moments later on in the box where he just danced <laughs> through, but it came to nothing. Well, there was nothing going on. As we was said, there? As we said before, we said before on this show, his record against the top three other teams in the top four isn't great. I don't, right. think, I don't think he scored against the other top three okay. sides for a long time. Like, I mean, mm. games and games and games it'll be right. But um, but but that was it for me. It was it was it was kind of so flat. And of course, Chelsea that is what they wanted to do. But but I just thought that that, that their leader, their man who normally gives them that spark, mm. who's been magnificent throughout, he's in the team of the year for the reason. And of course, you know the huddle at the end of City and all that kind of stuff. Don't he, let it slip. Yeah, he was so he, funny. That's the sort of words he used. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the one who who just sunk, and unfortunately, I think that that permeated through the yeah. through the, the team through the players. But he was desperate to make amends. Oh, he, he was, was yeah, from everywhere. But, but it he, didn't seem to. That's when he's at his worst. Though, I, isn't I, it? I agree. Yeah. 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 Exactly what I was about to say. When he when he loses his discipline and his structure mm. to his game and stuff, because that's that's. Obviously, you you've got to be careful criticizing the career he's had because it's magnificent. Mm, yeah. But that's one. If you were going to make one um, criticism of him, it would be that. And if he's mm. going to leave, it, you know, and it's very sad that he's probably probably not going to win the league. Yeah, uh, we don't the, know the Premier League. No, we no, don't. We don't. I mean, but you know, City have got Everton next. They're friendly Everton rivals, fighting to stay where they are. They're friendly rivals. Yeah. Everton have got to do them a favour, mm. which would which would be quite something. Well, I think a real joint effort. For I just think you know, if, you, if you're going to leave it until that stage of career to try and win the Premier League, you know, you're not going to have enough in the, t- in well, the I tank. Well, he has been trying. I'm not. I'm not saying. Yeah, but you know, for a team for a very long time has been a one man team. Effectively, yeah, well, I was uh, say, for, he's, a good, for a good couple of years. I think, he, yeah, I, I, I was just so gutted. Yeah. And well, it's mm. not over yet. It's not over. No, yet. No, no, no. But if they've got know. Newcastle and, and Palace, no, they could just... easily get five for uh, each of those teams. I, 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 I don't know right, about but, Palace, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I right, say, we'll do ten then. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you a ten. When I say I'm so gutted, there's no disrespect for Manchester City, who I think are probably the best team in the land, actually, and will be worthy winners. But but the thing is that even if they won both their games six nil. That City would need yeah, to, win. to win one nil. City yeah. would need to win what two nil in each mm, game yes. or something like that. 
<laughs> defending's about you know football's about defending as well. Well, this is the Brendan. thing, and uh, yeah, and and this is the thing that I can understand completely their frustrations. And I did want to go, oh, that bloody parking the bus and da da da. Yeah, there's a million and one ways to win a football match. Yeah, and Mourinho found as well as the game. <laughs> yeah, they won the game fair and square. Mm. And it is just sour grapes if you get very frustrated. And uh, as many people say, when you look back through the history books, it won't it won't have a detail of the performance. It'll just have the result there. Yeah. Sadly, mm. and it pains me to say all that. Well, are those, the reason, yeah, it's not going to be Chelsea 2, Liverpool nil, but Chelsea were a bit negative. Chelsea had 26% no, possession score. or something. Yeah. The re- yeah. the it's been a great weekend for Ryan Giggs. <laughs> <laughs> the reason, the reason yeah. it's not over yet is because City have been, if you were going to criticise Man City season this season, it would certainly be for, uh, for their away form. Yeah. Mm. And they couldn't beat Norwich away, they couldn't beat Southampton away, and they mm. lost to Sunderland away. So they could, they could e- lose to Everton. Everton away is a tough one, and Everton, have, yeah. they've got to come it's back from tough. a couple of bad results, and they're a very good team. And they're one team that actually being in the Europa League next season would be of enormous benefit fit for them yeah. it would get it would get them into the routine of playing European football it would give Martinez a chance to add players to his to his squad and build build them up um, I don't subscribe to this old Europa League things apparently Arsenal and this other stuff it is for some teams but it's certainly not for, for a team like Everton and they should embrace it and I think they would, I think they would tear it up next season Everton with the top of football they they're still in the shell they're not an argument though that it might be a, a leap too far for a club like Everton they don't have a huge amount of resources and they've got yeah. to add a lot just to stay where they are if the Europa League's involved as well but I think Martinez is a type manager who's mm. already acknowledged that he can um, he needs to add a lot of players to the team Think he'll, I think he'll go ahead and do that. He seems reasonably adept in the transfer market. I mean, on, yeah. on the whole, and 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 really, the type of football they play, Everton, they could do really well. In the, I mean, you're telling me winning the, the Europa League wouldn't be great for Everton? And they could win fantastic. it. They it's could been terrible it. for most clubs in the last five well, years. That's so. it. Yeah. Oh, uh, more it's often than not, it's death. not ideal. Mm. But I mean, for some clubs, it's great. And I don't mean that in a patronising way. Or anything. Oh. I, I've supported my team in the Europa League, and it was amazing. Mm. So I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, they... I spent ten pounds on a um, hooky feed uh, for a really bad Newcastle uh, Europa League early round match and in Tokyo is... at four o'clock in the morning. And if that isn't the, the essence of yes. what being a football supporter exactly. is, what Grass the Europa roots. League brings, yes. yeah. grassroots. But they haven't. I mean, they're still in the shell of the Champions League. I know they've met, they, they they failed against uh, Southampton. They lost there, but you know yeah. they kick off at home to Newcastle in an hour. <laughs> well, Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Um, good old Arsenal. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, the plot thickens, doesn't it, really? Um, uh, so, uh, I, Barr took his goal very well. I wanted oh, yeah, to say yeah. something on that. He was lethal there. He had a lot to do and yeah. a lot to think about it as well. Yeah. You know what it's like? A lot of pressure. It's not like Running at the cop as well. Yeah. Really, really In really the happy 45th minute of the first half. Especially the, the last score he scored was really important as well. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. I thought Torres was going to bloody score. Yeah. I thought, oh, no. How good that would be. How great was it that he passed it there? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's proper That's proper team team player business. Well, that. Surely yeah. will I should have stopped it on the line and let Torres blast it in. Right? Or head the it ultimate in. And then really you. passionately celebrate. Yeah. Diving into the crowd. <laughs> yeah. 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 Forward rolls in front of the cock. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, we shall see how it pans out. Um, uh, down the bottom, Sunderland for Cardiff nil. Sunderland. Mm. <laughs> Incredible. They've suddenly just thought, hang on a minute, the league table isn't upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! They're going to end up mid-table. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to start playing. Um, uh, Connor Wickham was perhaps the man who pointed that out yeah. to them. He has been brilliant. Is it five goals in three games? Four or five in three. It's, yeah. it's been him and Jack Irani. Just kind of just, they've just worked Wiping together up. so well. Yeah, well, Wickham was out on loan, wasn't he? He yeah, was, yeah. He's a bit like a Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And Leeds, I think. <clears throat> he's, he's, no, he's not really been known for anything... Um, uh, apart from a, a sort of promising teenager with a massive price tag like an Albert yeah. around his neck, well, they paid about eight million for him three I think years ago. I think it might be more than that. He scored a few he's in the lower in the in the football league. He has done, but he's he's flat to deceive in the Premier League so far. But he is a young man, and he's shown um, over recent weeks he's got five and three now. Is yeah, that, that yeah. five? Which is which is I mean Cardiff those were so mm. bad. I mean I don't know what goes. I'm not suggesting that they're not trying. I'm not suggesting that it's easy when you're down the bottom of the table. Of course it's difficult, but I just feel that they're not playing. Chelsea away do you know what I mean they were playing mm. Sunderland away and they had every chance of getting something out of that game and it was exactly the sort of game they needed to get something out of and some of the defending was absolutely I mean it really was sending like, off sinful. made a big difference though and it, it was harsh as well it did but I don't know if it was was it harsh I thought it was a good decision Seemed it pundits on matches they thought it was a good decision and Poyo said it's the best decision I have ever seen <laughs> from a referee in my life I think it's, I thought it was brilliant like, it sends a message that you don't have to dive to get the penalty I, I really like it which is a good thing but do you know I mean, to, to take Jim's point of view though would, he got past the keeper and he had a chance to cross it in. I mean, is is the referee basically saying that, well, I'm waiting, if he doesn't score, then you get the penalty? 
No, he, I, I think he's saying that you... I suppose if he passed it to his mate and his mate blazed it over the bar, the ref would say, well, come on, what yeah. do you mean? I can't yeah. put it in for you. I mean, it was a foul <laughs> which continued into the penalty area. Yeah. So, I mean, to that end, you can't presumably you can't argue about the penalty, mm. and then it's open to interpretation from the referee after that, isn't it? But the reason it's so poor by Cardiff, and of course, okay, the sending off, we can talk about that, you know, maybe it was controversial or whatever, but that, that aside, um, they've, got, they've got the old Newcastle three points in the bag. Uh, next week <laughs> but, no, but, but the last night of the season they play Chelsea and they're not winning that game no. they're not going to win no. that game so well I don't think they are and so to that end it's so disappointing that that opportunity they've just let pass by and of course the send off was tough but they just collapsed after that some of the defending was just absolutely appalling I bet Colin Wickham just could not believe well, it Sunderland are the side now aren't they that again everybody well everyone thought Fulham were gone and then they came back. They're probably gone now. Uh, and then Sunderland, well, they're done. They're not going to get any points off City and Chelsea and whatnot. And now Sunderland, they're out the uh, the relegation zone. And you'd probably fancy Norwich, Fulham and Cardiff to be the three. I mean, you talked about missed mm. opportunities. That leads us neatly to Craven Cottage, doesn't mm. it? Before we go to Craven Cottage, can I just point out that one of my, my sort of modern football pet hates happened uh, uh, in the Cardiff game, which is when, uh, after the sending off, when uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was laughing at it. Like sort of laughing with like incredulity, yeah. uh, a decision that has just gone against his team. And Tim Sherwood did it recently as well. And it just it just looks so annoying. Yeah, but you're pretending to laugh. Yeah. There's no way you actually find this funny. No, just stop exactly. pretending to My laugh. My favourite yeah. pretend laugh was definitely Allardyce earlier on in the season against Swansea. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chico yeah, yeah. Flores. No, that was <laughs> yeah. good. That was quite. I, no, but I thought he I did think that actually might find be that genuine funny. amusement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it when when Flores squared up to him and Allardyce like puts his hands in his pockets quickly as if to say, "I don't care, mate. Whatever you've got." <laughs> Fulham are showing. Anyway, so, back to Fulham. Fulham are showing. It was a disappointing result against Hull, but they're showing something. It's too little, too late. I, well, I don't know if it is because I'll tell you why. Because Aston Villa mm-hmm. have got three games left. They've they got do. A, they're home to Hull. Yes. If they don't win that, mm. they're away to Spurs City. and City. Yep. And so mm. Fulham, on the last day of the season, played Crystal Palace at, at home. home. I think I've got a feeling here, and Sunderland have got coming into momentum. Sunderland have got seven points in the last three games. That's not relegation form. So they've got a bit of confidence. Yeah. Uh, and, and, they could, and they've also got a game in hand, of course. And the Newcastle points. I, and the Newcastle points. No, no, no some have got the Newcastle points. Um, <laughs> they did take the Newcastle yeah, they, points. Oh, yeah, they've already got they done. They yeah. did that early in the season. Yeah. And they got so, Catmull call, call back. So. Do, <laughs> I wonder whether, and I think Norwich are down. I think Norwich are going to go. Yep. So is it Cardiff, Norwich and Villa? Well, Villa, well, Villa have been awful. But really. the thing is, though, Villa are four points ahead of Fulham, I think. Yeah, they are. Three points off relegation, four points over Fulham. They're four points off Fulham. They're four, and, and Fulham's goal difference is terrible. Fulham need to win True. the last two games. True. And I can't Villa see that. Villa always escape, though. Yeah, they do. They do. And but Fulham. I, I, can't, I cannot see Fulham winning their last two games. They're away to Stoke. And Mark Hughes will, will want to punish his old side. Not that he left particularly acrimoniously. No, they want to win every game. It's like Pulis at Palace. But as, as well, though, as, as we spoke about last week, the, the games that Fulham have, they're against teams with, with nothing to play for, almost. So... You know, yeah, but Stoke and Palace themselves up for that. Stoke and Palace are never teams to just roll over. No, true, but I, I, I guess we'll see. Someone was making a pretty good point earlier. Um, I think it's something touched on that we touched on a while back. Is that you know a few years ago Norwich had to beat Fulham to stay up, and Fulham were safe, and they beat them six 0 Yeah, mm. so it can happen. I mean, these teams, these players are still playing yeah. for, for their careers, and they still true. want a new contract and all those other stuff. It. I mean, Look, it's, it's one of those rare opportunities where, when there's nothing on it, you can actually free up and enjoy the game more. So Indeed. actually, if anything, maybe that increases the pressure on Fulham. Yeah. You could argue so that's what Southampton did against Everton as well. They all yeah. have to play for, Absolutely. and they beat. Them. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Fulham missed a golden opportunity there, and oh yeah, I, I, they've highlighted this on Match of the Day. Why they're not starting De Jagger is beyond me. And also, where is Mitroglou? Well, it, 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 Magat said his fitness. He wasn't happy with his fitness. I, I think with anyone's fitness. Is I, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think Magat. He, he plays with one up front, and he's he's tried a couple of the young ones, and he's probably thinking actually Roddy Yeager has been here before, and Roddy Yeager's chipped in with a couple yeah. of goals. But uh, but that Fulham performance, what what disappointed um, I think a lot of the Fulham fans was the fact that they started quite negatively. And it was only when he made a couple of substitutions, Bent was brought on and, uh, and one or two others, that Fulham then uh, went 2-0 up. But he'd made all his substitutions. So mm. you 2-0 up with half an hour to go against a side who I, I think Hull are safe now, maybe. I mean, yeah. they, I mean that would be amazing, if they, even if they'd have lost that game, if they'd have gone down. But Hull, um, you know, maybe got their minds elsewhere and whatnot. Uh, you know, half an hour to go, bring on a, a defense, another defensive player or two and just see the game out. And he mm. didn't have that. And he was playing, like a, I think, a fairly attacking 4 4 2. You've got to be careful, though, with that. Because I mean, you can easily say from the other point of view that you, you do that, you bring on a defensive player, you invite pressure onto you, and your players start to panic in that situation. Yeah. But, but it can go both ways. I'll tell you what, Amora Bieta had a funny game. He did have a very really funny, game. funny game. I mean, he popped up with his, was it his first goal for Fulham? I think I it think probably so, was. Yeah. Um, 
obviously got good, got good pedigree. He's played got an awful lot of appearances in the Liga, mostly you know in, in the decent side of it, yeah, decent yeah. half of the Liga anyway. Yeah. Um, and he just made, made quite a lot of basic errors uh, as well as contributing a goal, which is which is I thought was odd. Uh, the, the one thing I would say is that they were very unlucky not to get a penalty late on for them. Yeah, they, they, they should have had a penalty there, but I mean it wasn't particularly deserved. I mean Hull were putting on a lot of pressure on Fulham. This mm. is the thing. And that's where you needed to bring on that extra defensive man. But no, to, fair enough, I understand to, that. To, 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 mm. but, it, but he should have started more um, more positively. Mm. You're at home against Hull, you need to win the game. Why start Cagey? Do, do, do you think that uh, the Jaggers' uh, nickname is... Uh... Mick. It's Keith. I mean, Mick. <laughs> um, it could be. could be Laura, it could be. Um, <laughs> this ja- is Laura's... James Perch. James yeah. Perch, that's P- another one you can Pun add. from the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hang on, well, do Perches live in the sea? Well, you could throw one in and see how it gets on. I yeah. don't think they do. I don't think they sort water, Jim. All right. Just oh. Sorry. Stick, you stick your pun up your... Um, Just the fishing ramble. Up your anus. Up your estuary. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on to West Brom. They've managed to keep a clean sheet. They held the mm. lead for a long time. I tried to really muster the enthusiasm today to... Th- Think about something about this game, but I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> well, Good West Ham well fans aren't very happy with Laura, Sam Allardyce. There Maybe a, there's an angle. There was a bed sheet. A bed sheet with fat Sam out written on it. He's keeping you in the league. Yeah, that sheet wasn't <laughs> He's clean. He's got you promoted. He's keeping you in the league. Fair enough, you're playing shit football. You've lost four games on the spin or something. Yeah, but they're not going to go down anytime soon within there. They're, Luke, they're Luke. usually so satisfied. Luke, can you tell me what, <laughs> yeah. what the West Ham way of playing is? Because in my lifetime, you're, I mean, you're marginally older than me. In my lifetime, I don't think I've seen... No, I my haven't mate, seen it. It's winning the World Cup. My <laughs> mate is a big... My mate is winning a big, the World Cup with a team of Cockneys. My mate is a big, a big West Ham fan. He goes all the time. Yeah. And he says, to be honest with you, Luke, we haven't played that type of football since the late 60s. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the fans don't know yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah. They've never seen it. It's not the West Ham way. No. <laughs> which, which is... I mean, admittedly, they've produced some f- fantastic players. But um, when they played in the, the first 11, yeah, okay, Joe Cole, Carrick, Ferdinand, yeah, they would be a little bit more pass and move. But all those guys did really well elsewhere. Yeah, those, those guys. Yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> them. Um, yeah, big sound. A good result for West Brom anyway. That's pretty Great. much probably, yeah. I would say probably, going to keep them safe. They've got a game in hand around some other t- over some other teams as you well. You would imagine so. And Swansea as well, Ooh. beating Aston Villa 4-1. <clears throat> Gary Monk in a gilet. What do we think about He's been that? in the gilet all season, but it's sort of gone what, under the radar Jose? because he's got, he seems like a nice guy. Jose oh, yeah? was in a yeah. gilet. Mm. Jose gilet. Jose gilet. Jose gilet. He's nailed his, uh, he's nailed his <clears throat> colours to the anti-ramble mast. Mourinho. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think he'd hate us. He's laughing in our face. It was yeah. a mind gilet. <laughs> Were he not a football manager, he'd be one of those people that tweets abuse at us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> John Joe Selfie. <laughs> is a Twitter account my friends have set up. Good. Worth checking out. No. But John Joe Shelby yeah. is, uh, is 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 uh, is going to be given the goal of the season, surely. Um, no, wonderful. Brad, uh, Robbie Savage wasn't happy with Brad Guzan. I don't know what the keeper's doing there. Probably not expecting a 47-yard volley. <laughs> mm. I don't think he was Even expecting that. You Afghan hound bellend. Yeah. Why, why didn't he set up a wall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I played the youth team. We won the cup. Big Jonge. What yeah, a goal that was. Goal. And he got yeah. two assists as well. He did. He's having a lovely old season. On, onto the plane. I find him a curious character. Onto the plane. On to, usher onto him onto the, the plane. plane. That's an interesting turn of phrase. Yeah. Get him on the plane. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I don't think he needs to be on the plane. No, nah, he's not on the plane. Um, not this time. He is a curious sort of character because, of course, he was really highly rated at Charlton. Went mm. to Liverpool, didn't work out for him. And now he seems to be showing... I'll tell you, the best thing he did at Liverpool was when he got sent off against United and started ranting at Ferguson. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. that, that, was a, that really was a lovely contribution. <laughs> I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, but now he seems to have really fit on his feet at Swansea. A little bit inconsistent here and there, but that was such a great goal. Yeah. And when he's on his, on his game, he's really, really good. Mm. Um, was there a game... He scored some great goals yes, this yeah. season. Yeah. I think most... I, on Match of the Day, the stat says... I think he's got six this season and five of them have been from outside of the box, obviously including that one. Mm. Um, which... The composure in that, he didn't even look. Just, he just yeah, knew. the technique. I couldn't get over the Robbie Savage thing. Basically, Brad Guzan rolled the ball out to Ron Vlar, <laughs> who took a terrible touch and sort of spooned his clearance quite hard mm. at John Joe Shelby's chest, mm. and he volleyed it back in from almost <laughs> fifty yards away. I don't think the keeper can be held accountable. No, no. I, I think. Well, how far are you going to take it back? Like chaos theory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's actually uh, Winston Churchill's fault for. Uh, yeah, how far back do you want to go in phases of play? Yeah, Sh- should have got a rifle out and shot shot the ball. <laughs> if Ken Hassel hadn't have introduced That's what we the other team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think he didn't. They pause it when when. Uh, Shelby is like chesting it and about to volley it and Guzan's kind of like taking a sideward look as if to say 
is he going to hit that? And he's like, look at his position there. It's, it's Paul. The ball's on the halfway <laughs> line. <laughs> he's just kicked it out. Yeah. Nobody was thinking that he was going to shoot there. No, I it's think it's top corner unfair. as well. Yeah, right. If he'd been corner. on his line, it would have been Oi, tough. <laughs> crapped all over that Rooney goal, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, no one had to go out. Uh, what's his name? Adrian for Rooney's goal. He's running around like a headless yeah. chicken. No, where he was. Rooney's goal bounced well, on uh, the goal line. Fair, yeah, yeah. Only Robbie Savage had a go at Guzan for this goal. So yeah, fair know. enough. Yeah. Mm. Tells its own story. Alan Hansen went after Savage a little bit on the on the on the show match of the day. You know he's out the door. That's why he's gone. Yeah, he's going to demol puppy. Yeah, he was like, he's going to take a shit in his desk. You said it was a penalty. Now you're saying it's not a penalty. Then you're saying it is. What? What? Make your mind up. Why don't you fuck off? If he just tears the match of the day to pieces, why the fuck do you think I'm bloody leaving, you bastard? Do you think if he punched Robbie Savage, he'd go? It's a decent hit. He'd get a knighthood as well. I like him. Look at that. <laughs> so look, that look at Bill End on that yeah. sofa. I like him. Um, right. Manchester United. They're back, aren't they? 4 0 against Norwich. It's Giggs' first game in charge. Uh, Rooney, very, very vocal on uh, Match of the Day for a support for Giggs to get the job. Mm. Ferguson said that Giggs should be given the job. I thought to myself, well, you've not got a great track record at well, picking Man United managers. We know, we know that, we know that not, Rooney had a saying... You're from one. <laughs> yeah. You've had your one. Yeah. yeah. We know that Rooney sort of has a say in the transfers that Man United do now with his yep. big new contract, so maybe he can pick the manager. Maybe that was him actually giving Giggs yeah. the job. Yeah. And no one picked up on it. No. Yeah. Um, I really like what you put in the running order here, Marcus, specifically what, 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 what? where you say, and I'll read it uh, verbatim, yeah, Ferguson has said he will block any chance of Roy Keane being brought into the main United coaching setup. Tell me more. I am very much My interest was peaked as well. Yeah. Well, there was there was there's big talk, of course, of Lou Van Hal mm. coming in, and uh, they were they were saying that um, Cliver will be involved as well, but not as his number two. Apparently, Danny Blint, who's his number two uh, uh, for the Netherlands, is contracted to take over the Netherlands job after France 2016. After hitting. Yes, that's right. I'd like to see... Um, so there's a space for his number two, and, and I think uh, it was just a few people obviously having a bit of a laugh, going, oh, what about Roy Keane, number two? You know? yeah. And Ferguson got wind of it and was like, well, that's not happening. Well, sorry to digress just, just briefly. I'd like to see England do that. I mean, Germany do that as well, national, yeah. where they sort of groom a successor. England yeah. tend to be much more wholesale changes. Yeah, did they really not work. do that with McLaren, though? Yeah. McLaren was number two for. With, with I suppose so. Yeah, fair enough. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think but, that. Um, and, uh, well, Stuart Pearce was groomed, really, for Fabio Capello. What you mean is you'd like to see England get that right? Yeah. Because <laughs> they just not fuck something up. Let me be more specific. I'd like to see England do that with people that actually know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the track record, I'd like to see wholesale change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of um, of. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not completely averse to the idea of Giggs taking over the job in terms of my personal opinion. I think it, we, we don't, none of us know what he's like as a manager, mm. of course. We have to find out. You know, and Pep Guardiola only had one year at the, with the Barcelona reserve mm. and turned out okay. Uh, Giggs is as good a player as Guardiola was, uh, probably if not better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you what would be nice would be if they can keep Giggs on, persuade him to stay, and very actively, um, presuming they give the job to Van Howe very actively keep Giggs involved because yeah, Van Howe yeah. is obviously a great manager and has got a hu- amazing track record by and large. In uh, this century. It's, it's not like, yeah, <laughs> much it's not, as we said last week, it's not perfect, but I mean, but he is a volatile character <laughs> and um, Giggsy could, could potentially be there as the link, you know. But what, what, I don't know why I called him Giggs. I don't even well, know. What if, as said <laughs> match day, what if he doesn't want Ryan Giggs? I mean, yeah. Van Howe will want to bring his own people in there. He, he won't give a damn. Van Harley. Yeah, yeah. He'll, yeah. Probably, <laughs> he'll probably do what he did at Russia, and as his assistants have his left and his right bollock. Who's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your one. assistant? My left bollock with <laughs> a smiley face drawn on it. <laughs> you, you make an interesting point earlier, or you made an interesting point earlier, Marcus, about uh, you know did Ferguson's I? track record of, of picking yeah. managers. Like, yeah. how long t- can that go on for? Where Ferguson's <laughs> picking, what? picking well, everyone? He, he knows. Well, he knows that he has a bit of a say on Giggs's um, kind of choice because you know they said that he's going to be available. For well, they have an input and everything. Yeah. You've got to remember. All joking aside, Ferguson. He's a member. He's a director. He's on the board. Mm. He will have a vote. He's a member of the uh, Illuminati. He'll, he'll always have a say yeah. because he's a member of the, a member of the, of the board. So it's always going to happen. He's obviously not going to have a defining say of what we're led to believe is true. But he's clearly going to have. Who would you input. rather see? Who would you rather see? Giggs or Van Hal? I mean, Van Hal for the lols. Van Hal, yeah, <laughs> just for the lols. I think he'll make United good again. I think we probably had our fun. As Luke said on the, <laughs> I think it was last week. Whatever Van Hal does, it will be fascinatingly yeah. entertaining. And, and, and also, if you think about another dimension of, the, of the, what the job involves, um, United have got a problem at, at board level in terms of who they've got 
taking care of signings. Ed Woodward's very inexperienced. You've got someone like Van Hal there. Mm. He knows his way around the transfer market very mm. good, very well. And he's also used to running things in their entirety. So he, and, and United are going to have a lot of players leaving this summer and they're going to need to strengthen. And Van Hal to that end, would certainly be a lot more useful than I would imagine Ryan Giggs would be. No disrespect to Ryan Giggs, but mm. obviously he's well, just I, not as experienced. Well, I think he'd be. He'd, I think Van Hal would be more interested in you know pulling up trees when it comes to demanding more money and stuff like that for, yeah. for, for transfers. Oh, I think because Giggs, I can is very see him pulling apart. up actual trees. Please. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Balls out. There'll yeah. be money in this pulling tree somewhere. <laughs> I've not, heard they're made of paper. Not saplings either. <laughs> um, <laughs> on mighty oaks. Before we finish off our Premier League round, we've got to say that uh, Luis Suarez is a player of the year. He was uh, given the uh, the award at the PFA Awards. I think that's well deserved. Young player, the Eden Hazard. I think probably wouldn't argue right. with that too yeah, much. I would, the only thing I would argue with is Eden Hazard is in about his fifteenth professional season. Yeah, yeah. incredible. The limit because players are starting so much quite, younger. It yeah. should be limited now. I had a quite fancy Jordan Henderson for that, but he wasn't even in the shortlist. Mm. So there we are. Team of the year, Chet Coleman. Is he mm. Hazard? Um, team of the year, Chet Coleman. Company. Cahill, Shaw, Lalana, Gerard, Toure, Hazard, Suarez, Sturridge. Yeah. I'd have probably gone for Skirtle over Company myself. Yeah, I think I'd agree mm. with that. I would li- obviously I'm biased, but I would have liked to see Aaron Ramsey in there too. I think he's earned it despite his big injury layoff. I, Hang- he de- certainly been there. He didn't get his injury. Definitely. Hang on a minute. Pete Donaldson was at the PFA Awards. You didn't I make was. The, did you make any shortlist at all? <laughs> did I make what? Any shortlist? <laughs> what? Well, players, <laughs> players of the year or anything like that? Radio no. DJ of the no. year? No. no. Just, just turned up, really. Pete, what happened? Had me dinner. How did you get in? Sneaked in. Pete, you I were... dressed up as a butler. You kept us... Uh, in a hotel. You kept us very updated on text, didn't you? Did I? I, was, I, was, oh, I had a couple of drinks, Marcus, what to be your, honest. What I'm, was your highlight? Let's well, just... I've got some of the text here. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> all right. Regalos. I'm at the PFAs and Rob Lee and John Beresford is here. Oh. Um, I'm going to get them shitted and we're going to go on adventures. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ambition I like to hear. Yeah. How yeah. far did you get with that? Well, John Beresford definitely got shitted. How far, that much. how far did you get with that, Pete, upon realising that Rob Lee's actually got some quite robust political opinions? <laughs> <laughs> I not say political the... opinions. They say you shouldn't meet your heroes. He was very forthright on a podcast I heard about um, foreign uh, the foreign influence in, in English in the English game and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. You said uh, Roy Hodgson did a lovely speech. He said apparently the Hodge said he was a union man. Yeah, you said he's football's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. I like the that. boss. I, I, I took a wonderful video. I was really pleased with myself. That Wretch thirty two was it Wretch three two? I was thirty two. Thirty two. The rapper, uh, the rapper with his singing his songs. The rappers, <laughs> eh? Uh, and and I sort of filmed him doing some singing. And I sort of panned round to Roy Hodgson, just watching yeah. Rex Thirty Two, and and but Roy Hodgson turned to me. He, to look, he caught you. He did. He caught me papping him, and he oh. wasn't happy, was he? He, was, he didn't look happy, and then he kept looking over at me like I was is, like is a that secret. Donaldson. He's filming me, <laughs> watching a rapper. He's probably just thinking, what is that degenerate doing? <laughs> this 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 award I was the only man with that tie. Was that I was really that. <laughs> people were mistaking you for a footballer. Did they uh, two or three times, people stopped to talk to me. They, what did they, they say? Didn't... They just gone. How's your season going? Well, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> did, is it no? As a Newcastle fan, is it? I, yeah, yeah, we're doing of... some shows for the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but when, yeah, that's what I mean. So, but I didn't sort of think. I didn't have like the presence of mind to sort of say, "Who do you think I am exactly?" Oh, you should have. You yeah. should have claimed. Bearing in mind, like I'd a... be like three times smaller than every other footballer in the room, even the small footballers. <laughs> you should have claimed to claim to play for a different club to everyone who spoke to you. Yeah. <laughs> when you said Alan Smith just went mwah, 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 from an adjourning table at Rob Lee, was he blowing kisses at him? No, like sort of meow, 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 like shouting. Oh. He shouted oh, okay. something and Rob Lee didn't look that. Was, was Alan Smith like, horrendously it. drunk? He wasn't horrendously drunk. This I'm is not, the Alan know, Smith is... that got sent off for, for England, right? Not the, uh, not no, the older Alan he Smith. He means smudger. The older Alan Smith. He means smudger. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. I don't mean smudger. Who do I mean? Oh, they're not... both called smudger. That doesn't really help. No. You, you mean the now the Sky commentator? Ex-Arsenal. Yeah, right, oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Imagine um, the other Alan Smiths probably can't get in nowadays. You walked into the ladies and a woman laughed at you. Yeah. They'll do that. Yeah. They will do that. But I mean, the, the main sort of thing was like uh, Gordon Taylor, who. Oh, yeah. A madman. Um, a complete and utter madman. Out think? of the whole. It turned into the Pride of Britain Awards. Like, he was just. He, there what? was this big, long sort of documentary about him going to Belgium and, you know, taking pictures of himself with a wreath. Because it's obviously 100 years since the start yeah, of the First yeah. World War. Um, the, the first bit they honoured, like, you know, some members of um, the Oxford Regiment, stuff like that. I yeah. understand that there's, you know, there's an intrinsic link between, you know, um, working class people mm-hmm. uh, enjoying football and, mm-hmm. and war. Uh, but I think also it's kind of, they were trying to find some kind of veneer of respectability. Yeah. 
um, well, for after football. After last year, basically. Well, well, not even after last year. I think it was just about you know acceptance and creed and I colour. See, see. And then they give Luis Suarez the uh, PFA. Oh yeah. come on, come on, what? Um, the actual awards didn't actually finish uh, until about half past eleven. No. I noticed Movida was open and uh, China Whites as well, so the footballs would have been clearing off there. But I, I got my pictures out with Rob Lee. Uh, which is the only reason you went, let's be honest. Exactly. Akin Fenwood didn't turn up, which was uh, really, really um, bad foresight for him because um, there was other people on his table that didn't turn up. He could have had three desserts. You, uh, you, you did confirm to us that um, Warren Barton and uh, Rob Lee did... Uh, did indeed steal a limousine, yeah. yeah. Oh, did they? Good. They did, yeah. Steal they crashed. or get in someone Sto- else's? Stolen, crashed. Yeah. My favourite message, actually, uh, this is the last one, I promise. This is, I said hello to Darren Moore and Trevor Benjamin. They're guys you can hang your hat on. You can. <laughs> yeah. I like Two that. journeymen. Darren yeah, Moore, yeah. top man. Mm. Damn right. Top man. Damn right. Well, there you are. There's the uh, the PFA uh, Awards uh, little uh, review for you. Mm. God, I also forgot to go find... his name at one point. Oh, so okay. that was, uh, Dear you'll find exactly class. the same review in any of the tabloids. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on to the championship. Mm. Leicester beat Huddersfield. They're on 99 points. Yeah. Hey. Mm. The part is finally finished. <laughs> <laughs> but Kevin Phillips is retiring. Yeah, I know. Oh. What a what a servant to the game, Kevin Phillips. Eh? My Absolutely magnificent. I, I actually, when I, when I saw that on Twitter today, I was like, God, he has been some play. He's been around for so long. It's almost like you take you take Kevin Phillips as, as a concept for mm. granted. Just mm. I, you just got a Wikipedia look at his goal record. It's ridiculous. I know. I, I know he spent a lot of time in the lower leagues, but he he is just he's goals. He's missed yeah. the goals. It's two hundred boot. It's two hundred eighty-one goals in six hundred and fifty-one appearances. That's just consistency. Mm. Absolute <laughs> consistency. And in, the, in he goes. And in yeah. 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 There you are. There you are. Um but the relegation running is hotting up in the in the championship. Blackpool had a fantastic win at Wigan. Um I'll tell you what, Wigan have got to be careful. They've, they've lost go, two yeah. in a row now. They have, yeah. And, um, and fans weren't happy, were they? They missed a penalty. As well, and it was a great save from Matt Jim. It wasn't mm. a bad penalty. No, yeah. it was a, it was and a, it was a bullet of a penalty, but yeah. no, fisted away. Really important move for Blackpool as well because they were in the relegations. I think that's right. They're, now they're out of it. Um, it's just crazy a, to think that was a Premier League fixture not that long ago. Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah. Um, uh, Reading have, have done their little surge, haven't mm. they? In, they've dipped into the playoffs, and possibly at the right time. And Brighton will be looking to dislodge one of them. But yeah, the, the relegation running. Uh, Barnsley are down with Yeovil, but Birmingham are in the drop zone. Doncaster, Millwall, Charlton, and Blackpool battling it out. QPR, uh, Millwall got a great point at QPR, considering that they equalise in injury time. Yeah, Birmingham have got a game in hand, haven't they? So they, they, they could be okay, but they're not. They're not exactly in brilliant form. Yeah. Um, let's go to League One. I mean, Leicester in the Championship are on ninety-nine points. Wolves have reached a hundred points. Oh, Always pleasing to, to see, Brilliant. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it just... And Coventry, they've... Uh, in, it, I, I can't remember if it was this weekend or the weekend before, but they've secured their League One status, which is a great achievement, considering they were docked all those points at the start, and mm. they've been playing their uh, home games not in their own stadium. I think they'd be ninth if they hadn't had the, the deduction. OK. And if, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but around the beginning of the season, uh, certainly for the first half of the season, they were absolutely flying, could not stop yeah. scoring goals. And everyone was thinking, wow, they're, they're actually going to do something here. Um, but they, sadly, they've tailed off recently. They sort of run out of steam a little bit. But I mean, it's a great achievement for them. Unfortunately, to be in, they've, in the they've survived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so a few teams are fighting to avoid relegation. Notts County Crew and Tremor on the last day in League Two. Uh, Exeter beat Scunthorpe two 0 Scully's world record has come to an end, or more their manager's record. Russell, yeah, it's brilliant. Russell that. Wilcox is the record for the longest unbeaten run at the beginning of a managerial reign. Twenty-eight games, I think it was, without defeat. It's remarkable. And the thing about world record, it's, it's amazing. And Scunthorpe only lost five goal, uh, games this season. Yeah, they've they've won twenty and drawn twenty. <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. Well, they're going up uh, with Rochdale and Chesterfield. Yeah, Chesterfield have all but won the league. Did you see the Pompey result? Big goals. Yeah, four all. Absolutely ridiculous. Three goals. Uh, four goals four in the last down, ten minutes. Right? Three of them going to the Pompsters. And um, Portsmouth <laughs> could finish this season ninth. Wow. And they oh. flirt with relegation all season. It's been so close. Yeah, it's weird. Hey, you're having that? Yeah, I'm all over that, Lovely yeah. Lovely in League Two. Um, uh, uh, Pinch uh, me, someone. Uh, so, Portsmouth, <laughs> Hartlepool. Pete Donaldson's Hartlepool. They drew one all away to Plymouth. And their tradition, I think this is a tradition with a number of clubs, actually. Is it not a football league tradition, maybe? The, uh, the tradition of travelling to the last away game of the season in fancy dress. Mm. Yeah, a lot of Thunderbirds around, weren't there? How, they? How, were. how did they get such... I, you know, I, I could ask a couple of people that I know, but like, how did they get very similar Thunderbird... They were all yeah. identical, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, that's right. That, were, that's the, what I quite like about it. The, yeah. When they did the Smurfs, they were identical. Mm. They all looked great. They, yeah. they didn't just sort of go, somebody... I mean, there must be a run on them from somewhere. Yeah, yeah they, that's well, true. Someone's clearly a, 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 job a mastermind like. behind this, mm. planning it early. I don't want to... Um, pop this balloon of, of good human nature but does anyone else find it a bit wacky no 
I don't, I don't mind it. No, I, I don't mind it. I'd never partake myself. Yeah, I think it's fair to ask the question. Okay. But, <laughs> Thanks. But you don't ask it next season. No, fair enough. Right. <laughs> um, well, you turn up in fancy dress every week, Marcus. So. Hey! <laughs> it would be good if one club supporters did that every week. Be tiresome, wouldn't season. it? Be tiresome. I'd so, like it. I'd like. I'd, I'd enjoy it. It'd be tiresome for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Partly put it around, moving the around about the time of, like, uh, like kind of October time, uh, we do go hardcore on, on the old fancy dress. They seem to really enjoy ha- fancy dress, Hartlepool. A lot of blacking up, which is always a little yeah, bit disappointing. That is <laughs> very, very unfortunate. A lot of Supremes kicking around. Don't There's like it. really no, fancy no. dresses. No. It's more fancy oh, I don't racism. Like yeah. Fancy racism. I don't like it now. Is You've Pete, ruined that. Is, there's not much else to do up there. Is that unfair? Or? Just black up. That is unfair. Yeah. Oh, it's technically care unfair. What entertainment you lack, there's no, there's no excuse. No, but I mean fancy dress-wise. I mean, oh, is he right? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, my, my um, experience of Hartlepool essentially is just... Pete. Every so often, Pete goes home, gets drunk, texts me pictures of him in some awful nightclub, <laughs> and that is essentially all I know about it. That mm. and the guy who faked his own death was a canoeist, yeah. John Darwin. To That's be fair, it. though, yeah. Pete did that recently from the PFA Awards. I mean, yesterday, in fact. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so you don't yeah. have to be in Hartlepool to be doing that. True. I don't think you've been harsh on Hartlepool. I've never been there. So uh, oh, I went past on the train, the big ship. I like the big ship. Uh, yeah. Is that the Wingfield, Wingfield Castle? Have we still got that? I don't know. That'll do. That'll do. That'll it's do. time to go abroad, though, mm. to La League. To Hartlepool. The League. <laughs> <laughs> the Republic of Hartlepool. Yeah. Uh, to uh, the League, where Real Betis have been relegated. Carlos Vela's penalty has relegated Real Betis. Mm. Nothing to do with their bad form. He didn't season. even tip it. Was it was Carlos Vela's fault. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't dink the pen, either. No. Poor. He wanted to make sure they went down. Still counts. I mean, you can't really complain if you're a, if you're a, a Betis man, can you? They've been appalling all season. They're you so could complain about that, though, couldn't you? True. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be, be amazing. <laughs> really, if I was a Betis man, <laughs> hey. that went under the radar. Yeah. Not with my cheer, it didn't. No, fair enough. Um, uh, <laughs> more serious matters, though, uh, in Barcelona. It was very sad to see mm. or hear Tita Villanova died, uh, but it was a, it was a good win for Barcelona, having been two 0 down away to Via Real. Great comeback. Crazy game that. Yeah, it was indeed. Yeah, and they dedicated the win to, to yeah. the great man. Who, who it was so emotional. It must have been so difficult for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was. He was. He was uh, diagnosed with cancer, of course, when he was in charge, and and, and he had to um, withdraw from his position as manager, and he went for treatment. And then it looked like he was going to be okay, and then he's obviously she, she came on so fast, didn't it? Yeah, Just, it's such you know. a shame. I but think it, it's passed under the radar actually how much um, turmoil there's been off the pitch of Barcelona yeah. this season. I mean, that obviously the Villanova thing is 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 massive and dwarfs any sort of sport. Given the guy was only forty five years old or, mm. or whatever, so. That was but, but also he's, devastating for them. But they also had problems with their ownership and the Neymar thing and other stuff mm. as well. But, but yeah. Villanova, he isn't actually. Um, he goes down as a legend at that club because it was it was his side who who equalled the 100 points. I think it was yeah. uh, record mar- uh, record uh, points tally for La Liga, which was set by Jose Mourinho the previous season. Mm. Quite I thought there was a nice there was a nice tribute all around the Spanish football where there seemed to be last weekend as well, mm. um, not least at Madrid, which is yeah. which shouldn't mm. go under the radar. That's and, right. Um, Pep looked just completely just. Broken on the oh, there, was a, yeah. there was a point when Bayern scored. Um, I saw the footage of it. And he just didn't move. He mm. just didn't do anything. Mm. Just, it just sat there. I mean, it's, I mean, obviously, it just dwarfs everything you can think of. And mm. of course, the guy's got a couple of kids as well. So yeah. it's really, really bad. So condolences to his family. Absolutely, indeed. Um, uh, D- Danny Alves um, had some racist abuse, didn't he, at Villarreal? <laughs> and then uh, he had a banana thrown at him, and then he and he ate it and sort of took the corner on the weekend that their ex-managers just died. I know. Yeah, classy. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. I know. thanks for that. It's, Not it's, that it would be classy any other no, time, of course. <laughs> but at least you know, God. Yeah. It's, uh, and you wafer of pipe Thomas said we can not do anything about it. It's up to the Spanish Football Federation to sort it out. And it's like, come on, can't you just <laughs> decide that you can do something? Let's have some about leadership. Your UEFA. Can you at least leadership. tell the Spanish Football Federation to do something? Yeah, right. Because that would be a start. Exactly. Um, it, it's 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 been uh, quite amusing to see a few. Um, uh, uh, fellow professionals of Alves, uh, Neymar did. Didn't he? Neymar, Neymar said, did. Yeah, yeah, eating a banana and sort of saying, you know, stand against racism or something. I'm not, I'm not sure I feel about it, but you know. Well, at least it's some sort of attempt to take yeah. ownership of it. Yeah, exactly. Know? That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and uh, Alves made a good point, is which is that if you know if you let it affect you, they win. So mm. if you just you know undermine <clears> it, and just, I think we all agree here that the absolute premium scenario would be no racism. Mm. We all agree with that, yeah. but I mean, and you, it's not for us to t- t- someone to tell them how to deal with it and stuff like that. But I mean, you, I, 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 what I would hope for more than anything else is just some leadership from the top of the game mm. to get it fucking sorted. Yep. That's what I would like mm. to do. And um, it's disappointing, but not really surprising that this, yeah. this has happened. In, in, indeed, even if UEFA tried to do something and it doesn't work, at least they've tried to do something. Mm. You know, it's, it's a shame that they. Will you know find silly excuses as to why it's someone else's problem? So a bit, you know, these teams play in Europe. Unity, you know, these teams play in Europe. These teams playing in competitions like that. Mm. There's, there's nothing to stop you. So saying, well, you can't get into Europe. You know, remove yeah. the uh, carrots. 
for the banana, effectively. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, elsewhere in Spain, Atletico Madrid, they won against Valencia that away. Was a, that's a big win. An Narrow. enormous win. Lovely header from Raul Garcia. One throw was sent off at the end, which was a little bit of a mm. shame. But they keep going, don't they? They keep going. They're, um, they're edging the victories now, though. They're edging know. the victories. But they're still getting them. It's a big, big game. Well, Valencia's a hard place to go. Oh, absolutely, but a huge game against Chelsea. They, they've been in poor form, Valencia, but, I mean, for them to go... Atletico Madrid to go away, and I think they've won nine league games in a row now. That's such a key part of the season. Mm. I mean, you could, you really could see them doing it. You could see them doing the business. That's right. Of course, Real Madrid won... Um, yeah, keep quite up, easily, keep up the pace. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo with two absolute beauties. In that oh, the second one, particularly. Um, let's go to Malaysia again. Former Coventry Villa Middlesbrough and Hull man George Boateng has taken over at uh, Malaysian club Kelatan. How's about that, eh? There's a few people knocking around Malaysia. Yeah, we've been in Malaysia a couple of times now. Indeed mm. we have. He finished his playing career in Malaysia last year playing for T-Team. I love that. Yeah. Team. Surely there's got to be an A team. team. Surely there's got to be there an A team. Must be an A team, yeah. yeah. If there isn't, then the, the gap in the market. The trick. Gap in the market. <laughs> so what do you know about George Bartang there, mate? Anything? What's been going what, on? His type of, well, he finished his career what for sort, T team. What sort of football is he Midfielder. <laughs> he was a midfielder. And a couple of, couple of Dutch caps, what if you pardon of, the expression. What sort of um, <laughs> football are Kellentan known for? Uh, what is this space? What is this space? Mainly crossing. <laughs> it's an inland uh, no defen- city, so yeah. mm. no defensive midfielders there. No. <laughs> nice to hear. Yeah. If you they, are wondering why we haven't been to Serie A for a while, this, this is why <laughs> they're focusing on Malaysia. Now. The most yeah. they do is park a scooter. <laughs> um, no buses there. Um, to Brazil or to South America, but firstly to Brazil, a van carrying around three hundred thousand Panini stickers was nicked in Rio recently. Mm. I'm, th- that's a shame because Panini have been very good to us recently. Yeah, Thank you very much. How much fun have you filled yours in yet? Not I've yet. started mine. It was my, it, it turned off every stress I've ever had in my life. It was like <laughs> being a child again. It was amazing. Yeah, because you're I'm a not real businessman, the... aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Those time away kids. from the, the cut and thrust of the coalface for you. <laughs> Easily busier than any of you. Um, <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Easily. Carry on. Definitely. Don't I have a far, far more Take complicated working day than the three of you. Tell. Um, but it was it was wonderful. Just I, I recommend getting stuck in. I've not taken the plunge of actually buying any yet. Um, but I'm feeling the call of it. Mm. Well, well, apparently, in the, uh, before the 2010 World Cup, 135,000 packets of Panini stickers were stolen in Sao Paulo. They were found later. So it's a bit of previous in Brazil mm. at this. Uh, Panini have said that the city of Rio de Janeiro is well supplied and there's no shortage of official Panini products for sale. So if you are in Rio, calm down. That's did, the they find the, did they find the truck just full of opened packets with <laughs> just the same ones over and over yeah. again? Maybe. Maybe. Really calm Jim Campbell's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, if, uh, <laughs> and if, if, if we can just go to Uruguay before Pete's game, Penarol beat Nacional in one Five of the world's nil, great that. derbies. Yeah, the biggest win in, the, in that bitter uh, rivalry in over 60 years. Yeah. We we profiled this, of course, when mm. the profile was uh, still on this podcast. And the vault was open. Then the vault was wide open, and they marched in. Um, but they, yeah, they last won this fixture by five goals in 1953, when Kevin Phillips had just started his career. <laughs> <laughs> well, Antonio um, and his mentor Carnu, Antonio uh, uh, Pacheco, his last cas- uh, Classico before retiring, and he's played 59 of them. Wow, what a way to go out! But uh, sadder news, Alvaro Recoba. Former Interplay mm. was on the losing team, and he's um, probably playing in that fixture at the last time at the age of 80, uh, 83, I know you said there. <laughs> yeah. 38, rather. The, um, 38. Ricoba's still playing, the, though. The retirement of Ricoba's left foot will be a loss to football. Indeed, mm. it will be, yeah. <laughs> now it's time for Pete's game. It's time for Pete's game, made up by suggestions and clues and uh, titles from you guys. Thank you very much, Jack Mantel. Or Mantel. Or, uh, that particular, uh, this particular uh, suggestion. Uh, so it's officially their clues now. Who yeah. wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Excellent one. <clears throat> I We're was, back. I was born in Dumfries on the 28th of April, 1974. Stop. Is it Duncan Ferguson? No, it's not Stop. Duncan Ferguson. Uh, I'll go for Ali McCoist. No, he'd be older than that. No. Stop. Gordon Jury. I say him a lot one day, it's going to be... He's older no. that, surely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my professional career started on Merseyside in 1992, and in the following eight years, I scored just two goals. Stop. Stuart McCall. No. <laughs> scored two goals in a cup final. Anyone yeah. else? No. Right, right. Uh, I was called up for two England squads, but never played a full international. Hmm. Stop. Graham Stewart? No. He just scored more than two. Mm. In... 2000, I moved for 6.2 million in order to, in hash, in, not in hashtags, in inverted commas, uh, live the dream. Stop. Alan Stubbs? No. 
a good guess, that, actually. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Not right. Stop. David Weir? No. I made my debut for my new team against AC Milan and later confirmed club legend status by scoring in the San Siro. Stop. Dominic Matteo. Dominic Matteo. Oh, oh yes, well, well done. Nice. Well done. Thank you, Jack Mantel, for those clues. Yeah, Excellent work, leads, wasn't it? All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, correspondence, my good man. Soccer. <laughs> um, <laughs> correspondence. The question of the week this week, um, which I haven't outsourced to the listeners, is Sunday night is the PFA <laughs> Award. exactly what you've done. Yeah. No, that, oh, no, I haven't outsourced the question. Right, I've outsourced okay. the answers, of Don't, course. You've just crowdsourced okay. the material is, for the, the show. Point. That right, is okay. the point. Right, yeah. OK, that's OK. Buy it on his banana. <laughs> everyone thinks that it's a funny show and we all benefit. <laughs> and they feel included. <laughs> we don't have to do as um, much. So the question of the week was, Sunday night was the PFA Awards. If you were there, who would you have liked on your table and how would you have spent the evening? Um, Sean Zolio on Twitter comes in straight away and says, Craigie Brown discussing how to get Scottish football back on the ramble. Now you're talking. Marcus, <laughs> anything to comment on that? I do, actually, because Hearts uh, beat Hibs 2-1 in the Edinburgh Derby in the weekend. And that didn't make the running order. There you go. What? I knew it would crop up. You can't keep a good result down. Mike Willoughby with a tweet um, for the long-term listeners of the show. Mm. It says, I'd like to have sat with Marcus Hanneman so I could shake him by his bionic hand. Nice. Wow. <laughs> That's a very old joke from the mm. Ramble. Uh, really? Uh, no, I don't think I crush it. He doesn't know his own strength. That was, no, that was pre-Pete. That was pre-Pete, wow. that joke. Yeah. The good old days. <laughs> uh, enjoy your studio. Tom Carpenter also on Twitter says, Michael Owen and Owen Hargreaves, so I can start a sweepstake on how many injuries they would sustain throughout the evening. Mm. <laughs> or, or the brothers. With a drunken Pete Dawson <laughs> knocking about. Or I, would, a lot. I would make jokes and say, if, if you married him, then you'd be called Owen Owen. Yeah, good. Thank you. That's a sort of good afternoon. Well, he's just missed a trick there. Yeah, it's true, actually. Um, <laughs> it's 140 characters, though, isn't it? I quite like this one from Kevin <laughs> Hoare. He says, I would flick peas off a fork at Richard Keyes <laughs> and watch them get caught in his hairy hands, eventually forming pea gloves. <laughs> keys and his peas. I like that. Pea right. gloves. And Keyes oh. would say, it's just a bit of fun. It's just um, a bit of fun. <laughs> a few more. Um, on the Facebook, Lorenzo Pachitti says, no. Harry Redknapp, he'd splash out on extravagant bottles of wine which didn't complement the meal. Illeg- illegibly, <laughs> illegibly write the bar tab out to Milan Mandrich and do a runner. Hey! <laughs> um, Simon Merrifield, also on Facebook, as a university art student, I'd like the entire Tottenham team at my table so we can compare and contrast our lives with promising so much yet delivering so much. Oh. <laughs> um, last two, Rich Avery on Facebook, Tiggy Rainbow, we both have a lovely time. <laughs> Nice picture of a Tiggy Rainbow there. <laughs> always, always welcomed. And obviously, last but by no means least, from go. Dan Williams, Roger Johnson, drinking. Nice. <laughs> I think I would choose Pete and and the uh, the, the uh, entertainers, the Newcastle United team of the mid-90s. I mean, it was not too dissimilar, actually. Get Pete drunk and just whisper in his ear, do mm. this, do that. I, I was really looking, when you were texting last night, for some sort of Philippe Albert fake moustache sort of lols. You instructed you. him to fashion a fake moustache out of a mm. napkin and for pretend d- you're at Philippe Albert. I would have probably gone with um, chocolate mousse on the upper lip. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Better. Yeah. You had your chance. <laughs> Hopefully they wouldn't mistake it for a dirty protest. No. <laughs> of which you're well known. Against, against the service, which was first, not first class, but certainly competitive. <laughs> 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 That's it, isn't it? Pete, what it have is. you got for us? It is. Uh, we've got a live Barclays Premier League commentary match from um, uh, Stadium, three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Football, uh, isn't it? Premier League. Football. Yeah. Jim uh, Jim Proudfoot in the commentary box once again with Clark Carlisle. I'll, 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 I'll level with you. I can't find the bloody link, to be Proud quite frank. Proudfoot is a good name. It is a very mm, good name. Is. I'd like to know where it came from. Yeah. Are you mm. killing time while Pete tries yep. to find it? Thank you very much. Continue. Please um, continue. <laughs> Uh, what about betfair.com forward slash football ramble? That'll yes. help keep the ramble free, won't it, guys? Yeah, Sign up for a uh, betfair account and get a decent amount of money um, matched when you deposit into your account. Good news. I would recommend, there's only one game of the um, of the championship left, I'd recommend a bet on David Nugent to score mm. a goal. Maybe is it worth putting a bet on Ryan Giggs scoring a goal at some point? Surely in the last game he's That'd got to play brilliant. himself. That'd he's not brilliant. scored in this Premier League season. And the Gary Monk one. as well, surely he should play himself. This is those betting angles you're getting. <laughs> betting <laughs> Dog on the pitch. Can we have ones on that? Right, Pete, I'm out. You okay, cool. <laughs> it's uh, Stock City versus Fulham. Hey! Well, that was match. worth waiting for, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. And, uh, Said also, no one ever. And also thank you very much to Sponsor for taking me to the PFAs. Uh, go and buy yeah. Football Manager. Cool. There's your freebie. Oh, voiceover. <laughs> I've got one as well. Uh, I'm doing a gig again. I'm doing an Edinburgh preview at the Harrison in King's oh, Cross so on busy. Friday. So very busy. Free. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Because that show writes itself, does it? <laughs> Fucking sounds like it does. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you my wallet full of security passes for five different companies. 
Yeah. Jimmy. I'm going to end the show now. We're hoping you will at some uh, point. If you want to get in touch, the, the, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com, Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Luke. Oh. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Jim. <laughs> goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, darlings. Do you really need to do that, Luke? <laughs> This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and simple to build your own professional website and online shop. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code RAMBLE at the checkout. A better web starts with your website. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.